0: Hello, my name is Gerald, and I wanna thank you so much for showing up today. In these videos, I always speak directly to you, and I'll never ask anything of you except to like and subscribe. All right, so when you're thinking about investing, before you begin investing in anything, you have to first make sure that you're financially secure as an individual, and the way that I do that Again, this is not financial advice. Nothing on this channel will ever be financial advice. Gotta say that. (laughs) But what I do personally is I first save $2,000, put it in an emergency fund for if things just went really, really badly. Like if I couldn't pay rent or for you, if you were going to lose your house or something, that's when you would tap into that $2,000. Or if it was an extreme medical expense or something like that, that's when you could touch that $2,000. Then after that, I saved one third of my income after taxes. As like a secondary emergency fund, and at that at this point, I mean, I when I did that, I I then felt secure. So with that two thousand dollars in the extreme emergency fund and that one third of my income in that secondary emergency fund, I now feel relatively safe. So once you get to that point, you gotta ask yourself, okay, do I want to save money for a big purchase like a new bike or a boat or a new car, or do I want in, want to invest this money? So generally, you don't want to invest any money that you will need in the next 5 to 10 years. So at least 5 years. So if you won't need the money for 5 years, then you can invest it. So before, so if it is money that you think you'll need or will want to use for a big purchase in the next 5, five years, then keep it in cash, um, like in your bank account, savings account. Or buy a CD or a bond or or something like that, put it in a Roth IRA, IRA, something really, really safe where you know that it's not going to be at risk. All right, so once you've determined that you're not gonna need this money in the next five years at least, then you can begin looking at what you should invest in. The first thing I would suggest is mutual funds or index funds, Um, that's where I started. A good one is Vanguard Total Stock Market Index Fund, which is supposed to be representative of the entire stock market. in the u.s which is pretty cool warren buffett's a big fan of some vanguard products i think that's probably how i heard about them in the first place and the reason that these um, these index funds and mutual funds are a good investment is because the stock market as a whole increases on average by eight to ten percent a year and so that's actually a really good return if you think about it over time over 50 years you're really going to see great growth um, if you're making eight to ten percent a year so consider it if you're trying to calculate um, a conservative estimate of how much money you will have in a certain number of years. Um, I use 8% when I'm calculating how much I'll have in my 401k when I retire. So, and then if you're just trying to see what you probably will have, you can use that 10% number. But 8% is just a conservative percentage. So mutual funds and index funds are good because they're heavily diversified. They're just a combination of just a ton of different stocks, and some bonds. And so that's what makes them valuable. Um, I would invest in index funds as they do not have as high of fees when compared to mutual funds. But the benefit of a mutual fund is that it is managed by experts and they're attempting to maximize your profit. Or at least that's the theory. They try to maximize your profit. I honestly don't trust the fund managers to be able to outsmart the markets or even make rational decisions. So I tend to stick with index funds where it's just that index fund is a certain percentage of this stock, certain percentage of this stock, and then it all all comes together to form that index fund. So you're buying a tiny little piece of maybe thousands of stocks. So going off of that idea of these uh, manager or fund managers trying to outsmart the market and such, don't try to outsmart the market, especially don't do it yourself. If I don't trust professionals to trade my money, I certainly don't trust myself to do so. What that means is that do not buy and sell frequently. Leave the money in there for a long time and try to forget that you have that money at all. It's in our DNA to freak out and want to sell when a stock drops a lot and want to buy when it goes up a lot. So you will likely get burned. It's no different from gambling, pretty much. There's no way to predict the market. If there was, everybody would be a billionaire, right? Um... There have been many studies done on this, and the vast majority of people are better off just leaving their stocks alone until it's time to cash out. And I'm not saying that there aren't certain people that have this gift for trading stocks, but I'm not that person, and you likely aren't that person either. So, and also part of this is spread out your buys. So if you can't invest or set up some type of investing schedule similar to a savings schedule, maybe every two weeks you put in $50 into an index fund or something like that. A couple of examples are Robinhood and Fidelity, and likely every other stock trading platform allows you to set something like this up. So that's the biggest thing, is just don't try to outsmart the market. Just make consistent purchases of stocks, making sure to spread out your buys. That way you can get that, those stocks at many different levels. Also, do not leverage. Do not take your money, leverage it for additional money, and then invest that in the stock market. That doesn't make any sense. Like, if you have $100,000, you can maybe, if you have good credit, you can leverage it, and someone will loan you a bunch of extra money to invest in the stock market. Don't do that. That is a recipe for disaster. Do not do that. It's just extremely risky. Um, If you're looking to build wealth very, very, very quickly, that's a good option. But remember that this is extremely risky. I don't do it. I will never do it. and I don't suggest that you do it. And also don't buy individual stocks generally. I mean, you can. But if you do, make sure that you research them thoroughly um, and look into everything from debt to revenue ratio to what the CEO and executive team is like. It just takes a lot of research, and you probably just should not buy individual stocks. I know I have that video out about uh, how I'm buying Chevron and a little bit of Exxon right now because oil prices are so low. That, I think, is a relatively smart play, but I'm still only putting 10% or so of my investment portfolio into um, that those individual stocks. So I don't, while I think it's a good play, I don't trust myself well enough to go all in. You should never go all in. Never take the entirety of your investment portfolio and put it into something like an individual stock. And if you want to put the whole thing in a mutual fund or an index fund, especially if it's representative of the um, stock market as a whole, that's an intelligent decision because you're actually just buying little tiny pieces of hundreds or thousands of stocks. And so you're actually not, you're actually very diversified despite only owning one type of asset, which is this mutual fund or index fund. So what it really comes down to is that wealth should be built slowly and safely. Do not risk everything you have for what you want. Instead, risk some of what you have and remain financially secure. All right, that's going to be it for today. If you believe that my strategy is a good one and that wealth should be built slowly and safely over time, hit that like button. If you believe wealth should be built quickly despite the extreme risks, hit that dislike button. Let's see which view is more popularly held. Thank you so much for listening.